on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field, here's Matt Foley. All right, here we go. Final edition for me of Brewers Extra Innings. Unfortunately for you, the Brewers could not make it a winning edition of the program. As they fall today to the Pirates, they end up losing 8-6 and lose 2-3 of three in the series. Got you till uh, probably around 6 o'clock or so. We'll kind of see. We're going to be a little looser than normal on the program today. Uh, if you do want to call us, you can do so. The Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line available 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also tweet at me. At Matt Pauly on air, and I'll be honest with you, it's not going to be easy for me to get through uh, through this program. But it's not about me, it's about the Brewers, and we're going to talk about the Brewers. We'll do some reflecting uh, a little bit later on uh, in the program, so we'll try to focus on Brewers here for a little while before we maybe shift gears just a little bit um, at the end. But uh, Jeff Levering was gracious enough to have some nice comments about me at the end of the uh, network broadcast, and... That uh, that got me. That got me a little bit right there at the end. So uh, here we go, and we are going to um, we'll plow forward. So tough loss, tough loss for uh, for the Brewers today. Today we're the bullpen. Like from a run scoring standpoint, they they did the things that we have talked so much about that they do need to do. Um, they need to score runs somewhat early. They had four runs in the first five innings like that they they had they had a lead at that point now would have you liked them to have scored more runs at that point sure but it's not like it was just the the late tack on runs um the the starting as far as uh, eric lauer goes i don't think he pitched poorly five innings three runs two earned six hits seven strikeouts one walk he was fine but the bullpen just let down it was a, it was a letdown day from the bullpen and trevor got was the guy today who comes in and gives up uh, a couple home runs, and that really changes everything in the game at that point in time. So that's that's kind of the storyline to this one today, and we certainly will get uh, more and more into it as we uh, continue on. I'll tell you now, we're going to kind of uh, reverse the order of what we do some things. That's the first time I've ever done this, but uh, I just want to make sure that I have uh, enough time with Craig Cashon and Vinny Rotino before all is said and done. So we are going to go to uh, Craig Council and also the highlight segment a little bit earlier than we normally do. If you are somebody that is used to that and you hear like the highlight segment, get over like, oh, the show's almost over. I'll go now. Show's not almost over. We're going to be uh, still doing some things after that. So uh, stick with us uh, throughout, um, through, you know, past that as we uh, we go through this day together. Brewers lose to the Pirates 8-6. They lose two of three in the series. 855-616-1620. That is the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can also tweet into the program if you'd like. At Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. And, uh, yeah, we'll go through uh, this next hour or so together. More in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Now the stretch. Lauer deals, swing on a line drive, base hit to left, and the Pirates hit pay dirt first. They go on to beat the Brewers. 8-6 the final. Brewers Extra Innings does continue here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Paul. If you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting the Accident Mortgage Talk at text line 
855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Let's grab our first phone call of the day. Mike is in Illinois. Hey, Mike, you're on WTMJ. Um, yeah, I, uh, we won't miss you. Uh, you're kind of biting sometimes, but yet truthful, and I like that. My comment is, Brian, Foxberger really blew it this week for us. Uh, with the game yesterday, obviously the game for the Burns game where you gave up the home run. We have to get some middle relief soon. Uh, I don't think got the answer. Fox might be sent down or put in the 16. I'm just disappointed that but the middle relief is really poor right now. And I am worried. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, Mike, I appreciate it. So right now the relief pitching is not performing at the level that you would like it to perform. Now, I think Brad Boxberger is a really good seventh-inning guy, and I think Boxberger is a guy who gets you out of a lot of jams. I also think Boxberger is a human being, and you need to limit how much he's pitching, just like you need to with Devin Williams, just like you need to with uh, with Josh Hader. And uh, Boxberger, I think, has proven that he, he can be put in that seventh inning and you can lock things down from the seventh, eighth, and ninth. You're right, though, in saying that he has struggled here in his last two outings. Don't forget, though, uh, struggling in his last two outings after he pulled that Houdini act in the, in the outing uh, before, what was that, on 4th of July, I think. Now, he kind of worked himself into that one. But he's a guy who has has just this ability to get out of really, really tough situation time after time after time. So do they need better relief pitching beyond those three guys. Uh, they have to find some other pitchers who can carry high leverage innings where, you know, right now they're giving Boxberger or Williams a hater a day off when they really, really, really need it. Maybe if they get some more guys in that bullpen that they have ultimate trust in, they could just give guys off when they just kind of need a day off. And you can just sort of preemptively give guys days off, hoping that it keeps them fresher uh, down the stretch. But the bullpen issues are out there. I'll, I'll say this, though. This is something that exists for almost every team in baseball. There, there's a reason that guys who are not your high leverage guys are, are not in that spot. And going and just automatically finding somebody who can do that is, is challenging. It's something that David Stearns has a very good track record at last year. Not really included in that. The moves they made for the bullpen last year bluntly did not work. But before last year, whether it was a Anthony Swarzak or a Drew Pomerantz or a Jordan Lyles or a Joaquin Sori, I'm just thinking of the guys off the top of my head, the relief pitchers that they have brought in midseason during the Stearns era, for the most part, they have turned into uh, pretty solid pitchers. All right, we'll take a break again. We're kind of doing things reverse today because we're waiting for uh, Craig Sean and Vinny Rotino to get done with TV and just want to make sure that we get as much time as possible with them. So uh, stick with us. We're going to kind of get back into our normal routine later. But up next, we'll get the post-game comments of manager Craig Council. Brewers come up short as they lose today to uh, the Pirates. Final score, 8-6. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Team batting average against left-handed pitching, 222-10. Swing, line drive, base hit to right. Grosso gets that big two-out hit. A run comes in. It's a two-to-one ball game. Brewers come up short. They lose to the Pirates by an 8-6 score. Welcome back in. It's Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. Let's uh, check in with manager Craig Council, who spoke with the media just a little while ago. And uh, he was asked about the recent struggles of the bullpen. We saw those tonight. Uh, that's what he started talking about uh, today during his postgame press conference. 
you know, I mean, I think every game is kind of an individual story, but, um, you know, we, we gave up some runs today. Um, you know, Trevor had a, had a, gave up a couple of homers, obviously, and then we in the ninth, we just we couldn't get out of the ninth. But, um, you know, overall, we, you know, we did have – we were at the point of where the, the rest of the guys were that, that wasn't going to use them in a, in a down game. So, um, you know, that's it's kind of where we're at today. Is that just because of their workload recently? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've been just being cautious with them, yeah. Those shorter, kind of short porch home runs, those drive you crazy here? Um, I mean, that's, that's reality. That's, I mean, they, they got to hit it, and they hit it, and they get credit for it. With Eric, do you think he did, you know, like kind of soft contact that he was giving up in the second inning? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, there was, you're right, there wasn't much hard contact. There was a lot of pitches the first three inning, and, and that's probably... You know what? In the end, what got to me? Fourth and fifth were 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 good, um, but uh, you know, as he was around seventy-five pitches, I think after three innings, um, so that that shortened the start just a little bit. But it, you know, there was not a lot. There wasn't a lot of hard contact. But the home run's probably the hardest contact. That the uh, the second inning when they scored was a lot of balls in on the hands that they just they did a nice job with getting enough getting enough of it. Does it feel like he's getting back to the guy you saw really early this year? Well, I, I mean, I thought he threw the ball well today. Yeah. Frank, do you like the offensive side how you guys battled back pretty much each time the Pirates would score? Yeah, I was a little back and forth. I mean, in the you know in the sixth when we got you know the leadoff double, we weren't able to make anything of that one. Um, but um, yeah, we, we we kept we put some runs on the board and. Just wasn't enough today. That Severino pass ball was that a cross up or just like a no. tough time get to it? Yeah, just just missed it. Yeah. When you have him and Caratini both in the lineup, how do you decide which one catches? Um, you know, I mean, I think we're trying to get them all involved in the catching, and so they um, Severino caught Lauer last time, went well, familiar with Lauer, um, so we matched them up again. That's manager Craig Council speaking with the media just a little while ago. Doug texting in says, I hear a lot of people say how bad the Pirates are. What does that make the Brewers? Just lost four of seven of them. I said last week they won't be bullying them for the rest of the year. Brewers have played 500 or less for two months. Uh, I see that the rest of the year, unless a big bat comes in, are 87 wins enough. I don't know if 87 wins are enough to be a postseason team. Actually, 87 win, you might need 87 to win the division. I'm not convinced that this division is going to get two teams in. I think, I think the Brewers are good. I think the Cardinals are good. Uh, are they both good enough to be in the postseason? Neither team has shown it recently. Um, yeah, I, losing this series, losing four of seven, like that doesn't, I don't know, it's, it's still, to me, it's a small sample size type deal, so I'm not overly worried about that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back either with the highlights or with Craig Kishon and Vinny Rotino. One of those two things is going to happen after this break. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. The pitch. Willie sends it in the air to right in the corner. Get up!
Brewers fall to the Pirates today, 8-6. They lose 2 of 3. Welcome back in. It's Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. Craig Cashon alongside Vinny Rotino is uh, making his way in here as well as uh, we're going to do a three-person show. You know, it was a kind of a tradition there for a while. I don't know if we've done it since the pandemic. It was a tradition there for a while that uh, Craig and Augie and I would do a three-person show towards the end of the year. So this is kind of our version of that today with it being uh, my show. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, my man. My man. Let me get the, I, we, we have to set things up to get the three-person set up. Can you hear me? You have it here now? I got you. You good there, Vinny? Listen to those golden pipes by Craiger. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Oh. Congrats, Maddie. Thank you. See you, pal. Okay, all done. <laughs> That's Brewers X readings for the day. The radio station can figure out how to fill the next half hour. Uh. Um, yeah, so let's talk a little baseball before we get into uh, anything else. Just a day where really the bullpen lets down. The Brewers score six runs. Uh, obviously, some of those come late, but they had the four runs through the five innings. Uh, this is a game that you look at Brewers pitching and you look at relief pitching as maybe the reason they lose this game. Yeah, it's it really was Trevor Gott. Gave up the two home runs. I mean, he's pitched brilliant all year. He throws his fourth best pitch, the changeup, to O'Neill Cruz with two strikes, and, and O'Neill Cruz tattoos it out to the ter- Toyota Territory deck and it was just the wrong pitch I thought and I think he'll tell you it was the wrong pitch he's thrown three changeups all year and that's the homer that relinquished the lead and then they just really couldn't recover from that um, surprisingly the leverage guys for the Pirates are pretty good like Dwayne Underwood, Will Crow, and David Bednar and they just shut the door on the Brewers. Yeah I, I you know my my kind of take on this too and, and we've kind of gone back and forth about um Counts his choice not to use his high leverage guys, even in a one run deficit. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think you know when you when you look at the calendar and you say there's a day off tomorrow, do you want to keep the score at one? And and that is is that what it's going to take to do it? And and I know that they have to plan things out. They're not maybe as healthy as they'd like to be at, um, right now, and they're going to get healthier down the road. But um, I, I think this was a just a, a tough one, like. To take Suter out, bring in uh, Chichi, who hasn't pitched in a week, um, and and expect them to, you know, to cover for you and keep the score down, you know, at one run the way it was. So I, I think there's that take on how this game ended up as well. Got a text message uh, from Ken. He said the Brewers lost six of eight last year before the All Star break and appear to be heading in that same direction with this upcoming road trip. There was the year where they got swept. I think it was a five-game series against the Pirates right before the All-Star break. That was 2018, so that was the year they went to the NLCS. But I, I think Ken is on to something. This team does seem to struggle a little bit right before the All-Star break. Is there anything to that? It's it, Well, it's not something you want to do. You don't want to limp into the All-Star break for sure. Um, and I wouldn't feel good about doing that if they do, in fact, do that against these uh, the, against the Twins and the Giants in these next six, both really good teams. Um I think it's a team that could recover if they do end up doing that. But, uh, you know, um, they're going to end up in a playoff race with the St. Louis Cardinals at the end of this thing, and it's going to be good. I think you've got to have some momentum going into this All-Star break. I agree 100%. I mean, especially especially on the road, especially what just happened here at home. I don't think anybody expected 2-4 and four at home. But guess what? That that happens sometimes, and, and sometimes you go out and surprise people and beat the good teams on the road, and hopefully that's going to happen for this team. 855-616-1620, the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet in as well. We'll take a break. We're going to do a little reminiscing in our next uh, segment as uh, it's my final day here at WTMJ, and I'm glad these guys are up here to uh, share it with me. We'll do that next. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. I love baseball. I can't tell you how much 
I love baseball. Brewers come up short today as they end up losing to the Pirates. 8-6 the final. This is Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. Vinny Rotino, Craig Kashan here as well. Uh, we'll get to the highlights coming up a little bit later on, and uh, I'll have a few final words here before I wrap up my time at WTMJ. I just want you guys to know, and Craig, I've been with you from the beginning. Uh, beyond you two guys, I've worked with Jerry Augustine. Augie's probably the guy that I've co-hosted this show with the most over the years. Uh, the late Davey Nelson, Telly Hughes as well, uh, did a few shows when I, uh, when I first got here. I think the thing that struck me was when I got here, to Milwaukee. I'm the new guy. I'm coming from the team's AAA affiliate in Colorado Springs. And, and Craig, really, it was you and Augie and Davey who just adopted me immediately and welcomed me in like I was in the club, that I was in the group. And um, you and Augie have been lifetime friends. And now um, now Vinny is a lifetime friend as well as he's come in this year and we've gotten to have a relationship. But I just, I value you guys so much. Well, I'll tell you what, pal, um, you needed a lot of help when you got here, and I'm glad we were here for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding when I say that. Um, I, I, you know, I, I put this on social media today on, on Twitter. You, you are uh, one of the very few people that I know that know as much about baseball as you do and are as well-versed and as professional as you are. And then to come on the air and, and be equally professional and articulate and handle us handle callers handle tweets uh get stats off your uh, computer in a nutshell whether it's with the parent club or or the minor league club um but mostly just to give your opinion and to entertain us and to inform us um believe me i i'm not on as many shows as i once was but i'm always listening in the car driving and and it's uh there's not a better show on and it's because you're the host and you're going to be missed big time big time well done here and and i can't you know i can't say enough about where you're going and uh but you know I've got some red shirts available somewhere around here. <laughs> <laughs> to, piggy, to piggyback off that, Matt, I mean, you don't even need us. You don't, I mean, I know I've done a, a lot of shows this year with you, and I really enjoy doing it, but I'm telling you, um, you are as knowledgeable about the game as anybody that I've talked to, and I, I'm going to miss the heck out of talking baseball with you and just breaking down the Brewers with you. And, um, I mean, talk about talent. I mean, you've got it coming out of, you know, you know, you, you just got a ton of talent. And it's I've learned a ton from you, and I'm going to continue to learn a ton from you because we are going to be lifelong friends. I'm going to continue to bounce questions off you and ideas off you. So um, I hope you don't mind that I will be a pest in your ear doing that so um it was it's been a blast thanks for for being part of my journey in this broadcast thing even though i am just a year or two into it and, and craig that's part of the fun thing somebody like Vinny comes in and we we watch him develop i said that earlier so today uh when i did the warm-up show i handed things off to a news guy by the name of alex crow and when alex first joined wtmj he was working in a small market in Wisconsin Monday through Friday, coming and doing news on the weekends, and now he's moved himself up to, he's basically in a management position in the WTMJ news department, and it's really cool for me over the years to watch people, and here we have Vinny who just started getting involved, and uh, he's done, I mean, the, the improvement that, that we've seen from you as a broadcaster, and 
and you're delivering everything. Like I enjoy that. Like it's so much fun to work with you, but it's also so much fun to listen to you. I know Craig, you got to enjoy just kind of that. And we can say the same thing about Tim Diller. Like there's a lot of broadcasters who have come through here, and it's a really good market for broadcasters. Well, I've had I've had to grind my teeth a lot with Vinny. You know, uh, get get him all warmed up. Um, no, I mean it, it, it's been it's been great. I mean you you look at the, these guys have raw talent of knowledge um and and to be able to to come on the air in the and it's not even been two years and it, they've been huge additions um it's been kind of cool to be around as long as i have and and see you know even i was here before when augie started and before when davy started and and they hadn't done the same work either mm-hmm. and uh just to see them all come along and Vinny and tim now and and same for yourself, Matt. You know, I, I know you did minor league baseball and stuff, but but on the big league level, um, you you picked it up right away, and you understood, you know, what was at stake every night, and and how passionate our fans are here. And I think we all get that. And I think that's that's why. You know, I had some people come up the other day and and say, you know, we enjoy your work. You know, we watch you since you were in Eau Claire and Madison or whatever. And I, and I'm and they're like, how do you keep going? And I go, I'll tell you how you keep going. It beats working. Yeah, we're not working. We're we're lucky enough to be in this spot, and and you're lucky enough to have been in this spot, and now you're moving on to bigger and better things for yourself personally, for your family. And by the way, I will mention that your your daughter was born here, so mm-hmm. she's got Brewer in her blood now. And so be careful all those outfits you're going to change her into, red and white. <laughs> we, she's a cheeser. <laughs> we got her the uh, the Elmo uh, Brewers bobblehead yesterday. Brad Ford with the Brewers uh, was able to us uh, snag me one of those, so she will forever have an Elmo Brewer for forever and ever and ever. Uh, I'm gl- one thing that's really important to me. We've mentioned Davy Nelson's name a few times in this. His legacy should live forever and ever and ever as long as the Milwaukee Brewers. So at the very least, I'm glad we're able to talk about him for a second. Yeah, you're 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 not kidding, man. And he always enjoyed coming up here. And uh, Davey's biggest contribution to this show was maybe breaking the game down, but let's face it, telling stories, mm-hmm. telling baseball stories. This this is this is why this is uh, you know the greatest sport in america because it's been around for more than a hundred years and you got guys that have been through decades and decades and uh, we miss him every day and i guarantee you he's he's watching above listening above uh to your final broadcast here and wishes you nothing but uh, the best yeah davy I'll, I'll tell a quick davy story as good as he was at telling stories i'll tell a story about him davy when i when i signed with the milwaukee brewers i'm telling you i i thought and believed I was getting released that every single day I thought I was getting released and Davey Nelson came up to me and he just welcomed me in made me feel like I belonged made me feel like hey just go after it every single day and you never know what can happen I'm making to making it to the big leagues on a team that Davey Nelson coached so I mean just a, a tremendous tremendous guy that is still in this organization we feel him that he's still in this organization a part of it today yeah absolutely i want to say one quick thing i think one of the things that i'm going to miss because <laughs> mostly we just joke and have a good time uh jokingly i'm going to miss doing these shows with you and when we're getting into a conversation you'll say now what i'm about to say is 
I don't want it to be misconstrued. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm not rooting for this Brewer team here right now. But when it comes down to brass tacks, that seventh inning pitching change statistically may not have made sense, but I'm going to tell you why it was the right decision coming up after the break. That's a tease. I'm going to miss it. <laughs> I'm going to, and, I'll, and I'll say this, I'm going to miss... Vinny, what happened in that seventh? <laughs> That's what I'll miss. <laughs> I don't know. What the heck happened there? That four-run inning yesterday. What happened? Uh, All right, guys. Well, I love you guys. It's been a blast working uh, working with you, and thank you so much for coming up and doing this on my final show. We love you too, pal. All right. Yeah, I love you, Matt. There's uh, Vinny Rotino. There's Craig Kishon. We uh, appreciate them coming up and uh, taking some time. When we come back, we'll go back through the game with the highlights. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. 8-6 as the Brewers fall to the Pirates today. The starting pitching matchup. Eric Lauer on the mound for the Brewers. Jose Quintana gets the start for the Pirates. It would be the Pirates who would break through first in the second inning with two outs. O'Neill Cruz singles. Then Jason DeLay gets a hit. That puts runners on at the corners for Kevin Newman. Now the stretch. Lauer deals, swing on a line drive, base hit to left, and the Pirates hit Pater at first. So that makes it a 1-0 game. The Pirates add to their lead one inning later in the third. It all gets going with the leadoff hitter in the inning, Brian Hayes. Swing a line drive down the right field line. McCutcheon's not going to be able to get there. It's going to bang off the wall. Hayes hustling in towards second. There's going to be a play, and it gets by Willie Adamas. It'll be a double for Key Brian Hayes to start things here in the third. Daniel Vogelback then grounds out. That allows Hayes to move to third. He then scores on a pass ball by Pedro Severino, and it makes a 2-0 game in favor of the Pirates. But the Brewers, they get both those runs back in the bottom of the third inning with one out. Jonathan Davis, a base hit. He then steals second. Um, eventually, uh, Andrew McCutcheon would strike out, and Willie Adamas would walk. It would bring up Mike Brasso. Team batting average against left-handed pitching, 222-1-0. Swing, line drive, base hit to right. Brasso gets that big two-out hit. A run comes in. It's a two-to-one ball game. They're not done yet. Next hitter, Luis Urias. 1-1 on the way. Swing, ground ball, base hit to the left side. They're going to send Adamas. He's around third. Here comes a throw from Gamble. It's way offline, and we're tied. Back-to-back, two-out, run-scoring singles for the Brew Crew. 2-2 the score, not tied for long, though. We go ahead to the fifth inning. Eric Lauer continuing to pitch for the Brewers. He gets the first batters that he faces in Kevin Newman and Brian Reynolds in the inning. But then with two outs, it's once again Brian Hayes at the plate. Working from the windup, the kick and the pitch. Swinging and a drive to right. Warning track and gone for Brian Hayes. He just hit one out of here to untie the game with two down. But the Brewers answer and more in the bottom of the fifth inning. It all gets going with Jonathan Davis. He doubles. Uh, after that, the next hitter is Willie Adamas. The pitch. Willie sends it in the air to right in the corner. Get up! Get up! Get out of here! It's off the wall! A run's going to score into second goal Willie Adamas. 
they would review that play. If we're being honest about it, I think that was probably a foul ball, but I also don't think there was a video angle that could definitively prove that it was a foul ball. So the umpire's call. That's the call. The Brewers get a bit of a break, potentially. Wooly Adamas with the RBI double. And that ends the day after uh, Mike Brasso would get a base hit, moving to Adamas to third. And then that would end the day for Jose Quintana as Chris Stratton would come on to pitch. First batter he faces is Luis Urias. He hits a sacrifice fly. Willie Adamas scores. And the Brewers take the lead. It is 4-3. But that lead is short-lived. Next pitcher for the Brewers is Trevor Gott. He replaces Eric Lauer. Gott coming into pitch in the top of the sixth inning. First batter he faces is Michael Chavis. Two balls and two strikes. Here he comes again. Swinging and a fly to right and deep and trouble. And it is gone for Michael Chavis. Yeah, so that makes it a, uh, that ties it up. And uh, then another home run would be hit in the inning. Uh, O'Neill Cruz at the plate. One and two. Left-handed batting, Pirate shortstop, and the pitch. Swinging at a drive into right center, problems gone. Yep, so the Pirates have the lead. It is a 5-4 game. It would stay that way for a while. John Del Gustave would throw up a zero in the seventh inning for the Brewers. Brent Suter would do the same thing in the eighth inning. He would come back out for the ninth. Gives up a leadoff double to uh, Jason DeLay. Then Kevin Newman lines out, and Jack Sawinski grounds out. Runner goes to third on that ground out, and it ends the day for Suter as Chichi Gonzalez comes on to pitch. First, he issues a walk to Key Brian Hayes, and then he faces the former Brewer, Daniel Vogelback. And Vogelback the pitch. Swing and a fly ball to center. Warning track gone for Daniel Vogelback. And... The Pirates add three more. 8-4 the score going to the bottom of the ninth inning. New pitcher on for the Pirates as the Brewers try for a comeback. That would be David Bednar on the mound. First battery faces is a pinch hitter in Christian Yelich. He gets a base hit. Then another pinch hitter in Jace Peterson comes up to the plate. He strikes out. Next hitter after that is Andrew McCutcheon. The pitch. Driven to left. Deep. Hey, get up. There's two back on a wicked liner out of here. The Brewers are within two runs. It is 8-6 with some heavy hitters coming up to the plate. But Willie Adamas would strike out for the second out of the inning. And then it's Colton Wong standing in. Two strike delivery. Here he comes again. Colton Wong sends one in the air to right field. This should do it and does. That's how it finishes off as the Brewers end up losing by an 8-6 score and they fall 2-3 of in the series. Winning totals for the Pirates. Eight runs, 13 hits, one air. They leave seven for the Brewers. Six runs, nine hits, one air. They leave six. Winning pitcher is Stratton. He's 5-4. Gott takes the loss to drop to 1-2. and two. Uh, Home runs in the contest for the Pirates. Hayes, his fourth. Chavis hits his tenth. 
Cruz his fourth. Vogelback hits his 12th for the Brewers. McCutcheon hitting his eighth of the year. The game lasting three hours and 31 minutes. Played in front of a crowd of 32,967 folks. Brewers come up short. They lose to the Pirates 8-6. We'll take a break. We will come back and uh, we'll reflect a little bit more and call it uh, an evening for the program. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. All right. That's it. Wrapping things up on this edition of Brewers Extra Innings. I'll tell you what, I'm, uh, I'm emotional. I'm sad. I've spent... Um, a lot of time here. Six plus years. This is my seventh uh, part of seventh season covering the Brewers. So more of that in a moment, just real quick, around the NL Central. Uh, Cardinals beat the Phillies by a 4-3 score. Uh, Reds beat the Rays 10-5. Reds had a good series against the uh, Rays. Right now the Cubs and Dodgers are playing bottom of the sixth inning, and the Dodgers have a 10-8 lead. Standings in the NL Central. Brewers lead the Cardinals by two and a half games. Also, uh, we, we barely mentioned the All-Star stuff. The uh, All-Star reserves being announced. Brewers get two pitchers. Corbin Burns, Josh Hader both get in, both deserving. You would think there's a good chance that more Brewers could potentially be added, specifically Devin Williams. Devin Williams, 100%, absolutely deserves to be um, to be an All-Star. So we'll see uh, whether or not that's going to end up happening, but I think he deserves it, and you would think that uh, somebody would probably agree with that. All right, so... This marks my uh, final time hosting Brewers X Journeys. I am, by the way, still doing a Brewers X Journeys podcast tonight uh, that will drop late and be available uh, in the podcast feed tomorrow. So I'll try to uh, go through even more here in a little bit. But this is my final time on the air on WTMJ. I love this job. I, I love this show. Um, I love the ups and downs of a baseball season. And I love sharing the ups and downs of that baseball season with you, talking you through things, sometimes disagreeing with you, sometimes arguing with you, teaching you, like all those things. I, I've said this over and over. I've received a number of messages from people saying about the passion that I have for baseball and being able to teach people things about the game of baseball. And those are the things that I want to do. I love this game, um, and it's been an absolute honor to be able to cover this team and to talk about the Brewers with you um, on an every-night basis. And not only has it been an honor to cover the Brewers, but it's been an honor to do it on a legendary station like WTMJ. It's so cool. I'm so proud to have worked here. Uh, I remember when I left Colorado to come here, and I told people in Colorado, I'm going to WTMJ. That meant something. It means somewhere everywhere. WTMJ is a special station. WTMJ is a legendary station. And I will forever and ever and ever uh, be just so proud to be a small part of the history of this station. Um, it's important that you know my enthusiasm for baseball, my enthusiasm for the Brewers. It's never been faked. Again, I love this game. I wanted to share that with you. Um, I, I don't really talk about this often. In fact, the other day I was on with Scott Warris on WTMJ Nights, and I said I was going to mention this. And he said, don't. And now I'm just completely ignoring what he said because I am going to mention this. Look. I have a great job. I, I come and I, I watch baseball, and then I talk about it. There's so many people out there that have more important, more challenging, more tough jobs um, than what I have. This is why I never mention what I'm about to mention, but I'll say it now in my last time. 
my job with WTMJ is a full-time job during the brewer season, and it's not a full-time job during the rest of the year. So I end up carrying two full-time jobs during baseball season, and it's a very common thing for me to work 90 to 100 hours in a week. It's fun work. It's it's watching baseball. Like I'm not trying to. I'm not not digging ditches. That's for sure. But it is. It's a lot of time, and I am a husband, and I am a father. And I want to be able to spend more time with my family. Um, So I have found an opportunity that's going to allow me to do that. It's not in Wisconsin. I'm going to be moving on. I'm I'm sad, but I'm excited and I'm happy. Um, But uh, it's I'm I'm, I get to be a father and a husband a little bit more, and that that matters. So many people at WTMJ to thanks were led by Steve Wexler. My direct boss is Greg Matzik. Before even the pandemic, WTMJ did something for me before the pandemic even started. Uh, they allowed me to do this post-game show from home when the Brewers played road games. So you probably never knew that, or if you did, maybe since the pandemic you figured it out. But because um, since then, where we've been broadcasting everywhere, we've been more open about where we've been. But for many years now, I have been doing the post-game show from home. And that I, I wouldn't have been able to continue on between the cost of childcare that I didn't have to incur on those nights and just working my full-time job where I'm up at 6 o'clock in the morning and everything. I don't know if the folks at WTMJ fully understand the impact that they had on my life when they allowed me to basically shift to working very much remotely for a lot of things. And it has allowed me to continue on uh, in this job. I have nothing but good things to say about the folks at WTMJ, and I'm so proud that, again, I've been here. So many, Too many producers to mention. Evan's working right now. He's great. Everybody's great. Probably the guy who uh, produced the most for me was Greg Hill. Uh, early on, it was Ashton Rotman. I mean, just so many amazing producers. I, uh, by mentioning those three, I'm already doing a disservice to the other producers who have done uh, a great job. And I also want to mention the Brewers, the people I deal with on an everyday basis, uh, whether it's a Mike Vassallo, a Ken Spindler, and Andrew Grumman, Jack Eidelberg, folks who used to uh, to be here as well. Um, those people have just meant so much to me, and they've made my life so much easier. And, uh, yeah, it's meant a lot. So that's it. That is it. This is the final edition. A combination of Greg Matzik, Brian D., Justin Garcia will be hosting this show moving forward along with the folks you already hear a lot with Vinny Rotino and Craig Kashan. So thank you so much for taking this journey with me. Um, look forward to talking to you again in some form or fashion at some point uh, in the future. It has been my honor to speak to you every time. For the final time, this has been Brewers Extra Journeys on WTMJ.